You're listening to the FYI podcast where we talk about all things young adult teen, faith, life, relationships, uh, finances, so much more. You send in your questions every Friday and we unpack them. I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Micah Keneally. And we're here to help you end your week strong and hopefully begin your weekend even stronger because of the questions that you are sending in, that you are inquiring about, and you are trusting us to unpack on some levels. So here we are going to unpack one of the questions that we have for the young adults and the listeners today. And Josiah, what is that question? Question came in, what is prayer and how do I pray? And this is one of them that I was like, oh my gosh, uh, several people have sent this in and I couldn't believe that I, I like scrolled through all 70 episodes, which you can do. You can go search anywhere you're listening to podcasts or watching on mm -hmm. YouTube and you can search FYI podcast or FYI, how do I pray? And now you can find this one, but we hadn't done an episode or a conversation on prayer. On prayer. So the time's now, the time's right. And uh, you could say that it's, you could Some argue it's the delay people. I guess. We're due. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, the first question is Josiah, what is prayer? What is prayer? I think that it's been said by many that prayer is communion with God. Prayer is a conversation with God mm -hmm. in both talking and listening. I love that emphasis that it's not um, merely a monologue. It's really a dialogue where we're yeah. both making requests. We're making confessions. We're praising God. I We were recently at somebody's wedding and they had described one of their family members had prayed and had passed away, but it was summarized of their life that they had prayed and God. And when they were asked, why do you pray and God? Because they never really so, said amen. They, they throughout their day, they would just keep the conversation mm, going like yeah. you would a person. Mm -hmm. And God is a person. Jesus is a person. The Holy right. Spirit is a person. Sometimes we forget that. We're going to talk practically in this episode and conversation mm -hmm. about what prayer is and how to pray. Where we'd love to turn is... Um, the verse of the day, which comes from Luke chapter five, and we're going to read from Luke five verses 15 and um, really verse 16. 16, really verse 16. Yep. Luke chapter oh, five, it verse is, you guys. but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Okay. I love this verse because if Jesus had to go into a quiet place to pray, how much more do I need to go and find a quiet place to pray? <laughs> yeah. It just seems crazy. He's the son of God on earth at this time and just needed a break from people, needed a break from the limelight, needed a space to breathe and pray and reconnect to God through prayer. And I love that you said it's an ongoing conversation. And sometimes it's, sometimes I think prayer in my past, maybe you can relate as a listener. It's like, once you get married, my uncle would say you have a list on the fridge and it's the, the to-do list for the husband. It's called the honey-do list. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we go to God with our requests or our honey-do list of saying, okay, mm -hmm. God, I want this, that, and the other. And we forget about why we're praying in the process because the light is focused only on us. Yeah. When prayer is designed for a conversation to listen and hear, we have two ears and one mouth, right? And sometimes I think I've gotten that wrong. <laughs> Seriously. And uh, 
something that I just read, Pastor Louis Giglio had had said, I heard him recently share in a mm-hmm. message. He said, if we only knew what was happening when we pray, we would never cease to pray. Mm, that's good. And I think he's trying to say, if we fully understood the power of God, the connection with God, the mm-hmm. life in Christ, that we can wake up, oh sleeper, and yeah. rise from the dead, as Ephesians says, like, wake up, yeah. the time's now. If we understood what was happening in the ramifications prayer, of not praying, right? We would never cease to pray. And I, I remember being a Bible college student and one of our professors asked us the question and it was kind of that shock question, like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And she had said, like, if you, if all of your prayers from yesterday were answered, would the world look any different? or just your own mm-hmm. life, or would anything have changed at all? Like, did you pray mm-hmm. at all? Yeah. And, and I, I'll share, mine's different that I think I had a wake up call with. It's very similar, but a little different. And here's what it was. If you prayed and thanked God when you went to bed, the next morning you woke up, everything that you prayed and thanked for was still there. And anything that you didn't pray for or thank him for was gone. Like we have so much to be grateful for, so much to be thankful for, friends, family, home, health, all these different things. If you didn't pray and thank him for those things, like, oh, I forgot Mm -hmm. to pray for so-and-so, they're no longer there. Like, wow, if I woke up and I didn't take the time to praise and pray and thank God for that, and I woke up the next day and everything was gone, I think that maybe I'm wording it a little too wordy, but that's honestly what I think about. I'm like, oh, wow. Did I even pray to like then you get to the point like did I even pray today? Yep. <laughs> if that truly were the case, what would be there? What would be in your house? What would be in your home? What would be in your friendship circle? I don't know, but this is what I thought of when you said that. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Oh. I have one other quote to share and it's from um Martin Luther. He's attributed as saying, "I have so much to do that I will spend the first 3 hours in prayer." And, uh, I don't share that to say like, there's many days I I don't set aside three hours, um, to pray most days Mm -hmm. or really ever where it's carved out that much time specifically to pray. Um, but I do think that prayer is vital for the life of a believer. Mm -hmm. I think that prayer is a game changer. And I think this episode Mm -hmm. is really for the person who wants more out of life, Mm -hmm. who wants a deeper intimacy with God. And you Mm -hmm. find yourself, uh, as the psalmist described, like a deer panting for streams of living water. You're thirsty. You're hungry for more of God. You're longing a deeper connection in your relationship with him. And we're just going to share from our journey, some experiences, mm-hmm. um, by no means have we arrived in prayer. I don't think that we ever graduate from prayer. Right. It's dependency on God. It's delight in God. It's a desperation for God. Mm-hmm. And really, um, wanted to share the Lord's prayer as an outline for how we can pray. If you're just getting started, mm-hmm. the cool thing, if you're asking this question, this is one of the questions that the disciples literally asked Jesus and they said, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his Mm -hmm. disciples. And in Luke 11, we see when you pray, say, father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day, our daily bread, forgive our sins. And we also forgive everyone who sins against us and lead us not into temptation. Mm -hmm. 
And um, there's like, there's a different translation that I memorized as a kid mm-hmm. that went more like our father who art in heaven, hallowed mm-hmm. be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those mm-hmm. who trespass against yeah. us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And Mm -hmm. Every week, that's how we close the church service Mm -hmm. when I grew up going to Sunday school and when I grew up in church. And so that prayer has become a part of my daily life, a Mm -hmm. part of who I am, trusting God for provision, for food, for clothes, for shelter, for our needs, bringing the, the bitterness that I have towards people bringing before him, my praise and mm-hmm. my thanksgiving. And, and, um, Mikey, you have something that I think you learned in North Dakota about prayer and just similar to the Lord's prayer that can be an outline or a prayer yeah. that we pray as a prayer, yeah. or we can use as a model yeah. to pray as well in line with God's will, mm-hmm. because I, not my will, but yours be done. Right. It's one of the most powerful prayers that Jesus prayed. It's one of the ways that he taught us to pray. And similar to that, it's a model. Yeah. Well, I think one thing with prayer, just to kind of let the listener take a breath of ease, (laughs) a sigh of relief, maybe, is that maybe you're praying and you're bored. Like I get bored during prayer or my mind starts to wander. I think when you apply this specific tool that I'm going to unpack for you, it's very easy. It's very simple. It's fun. It helps discipline your mind, I think, and discipline your heart in alignment with your devotion and what you're trying to like, I'm going to take 10 minutes or I'm going to take three hours or whatever it is. And just really go through um, the four things. So it's P-R-A-Y, pray. And we're going to focus P, it stands for praise. You're going to take that first half minute for 15 minutes. If you have an hour, take that first quarter of time, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to praise God for what he's doing, for what he's done for you. Fill in the blank, whatever it is. You're just going to thank him, just praise him. And your heart might not want to praise him in that moment, but guess what? Just do it anyway, because you will appreciate it as time goes on. Um, And the second one is repent. Really asking God, like, Lord, evaluate my heart. Where have I been selfish? I'm sorry I fell short. We all fall short of the glory of God, but this, I know I was in the wrong, or this, I could have done better, and I need your help. So we have praise, repent, ask. Asking God to bless your family, asking him for wisdom, asking him for insight, asking him that he would bless others, whatever that is, just make your asks and kind of like make your requests known to him. And that's kind of the list that you were talking about that maybe, maybe somebody's here today watching or streaming and they're like, well, that's been a hundred percent of my prayer life is asking. And you're almost Mm -hmm. suggesting maybe make it about 25% praise first, then repent. Mm -hmm. And ask. then it's, then it's asked. So it is a part. Yeah. It's just not the completion. Right. And then the why in pray, P-R-A-Y is yield. Meaning that's when you're going to sit back and just listen for the Holy Spirit's promptings. Mm-hmm. Lift, listen, quiet your mind, but like listen to, I don't know, whatever's stirring inside of you. Because sometimes if we read something or there's a worship song going on, or there's something, someone, you know, in the room that's spoken something, it's like, okay, I'm gonna take this time to yield it means to slow down be quiet, listen with my two ears. I'm going to silence my voice and just wait for 
maybe something to be spoken or feel something in my heart. And I think when you really do this, this really helped challenge me because I would sit there and I'd be like, okay, Lord, blah, blah, blah. And I'd like fall asleep in bed or like wake up and Lord, one more thing. And I would really just like lose. I was tired for one, but then I would really just lose my focus and my drive and passion. And I would say, if you do find yourself bored in prayer, praise, repent, ask, yield will help bring some structure. Even if it starts with four minutes Mm -hmm. of you just sitting, I don't think I can sit for four minutes might feel very long to some of you and that's okay. But I would also pray that, okay, Lord, make this fun, make this Mm -hmm. exciting. I pray Lord that I don't, it shouldn't be boring. God's not a boring God. I don't know what your upbringing is. I just need you to know God is not a boring God. In addition to that, it is okay to pray for yourself out loud and to pray for others out loud as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason I say that is because growing up in a church, there was this weird, I don't know if it was a culture or a belief or whatever. When my mom had said in her Bible study, she's like, well, don't you like pray for yourself? And they're like, oh no, you don't pray for yourself. Praying is for others. Okay. I don't know where that came into maybe Maybe you've experienced that. I've never really experienced that, but my mom had. And I just want to say, you can pray for yourself and you can pray for others. And you can pray even if you're not a pastor listening. Yeah, We've had some awesome people in our life who may not have been walking very close with God, but they knew that we were pastors and people of prayer and say, will you pray for me? I'm like, I'd be happy to pray for you. But you do you know what? You can also be praying for yourself. Like that is a part of strengthening your faith. So prayer is not only communication with God and being in communion with him and being in constant conversation. It is also strengthening and stirring of your personal walk with Jesus in relationship through faith and ask that God brings the adventure, ask that it's not boring. And if you feel bored, like maybe that's part of repenting. Okay, Lord, I think that you're a dull, uh, dull, boring God. Teach me like Help me to love you and understand who you truly are versus who I thought you were. And when you start praying those things, I think God starts showing, he has a sense of humor also. If you don't know that, you may be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I thought that. <laughs> and as you go stronger in your walk and stronger in your prayer, it just becomes more fun and becomes more fluent. And maybe you don't know how to pray out loud. Um, we've had people who don't know how to pray out loud. Just bless somebody. Lord, I pray you bless mm-hmm. Josiah today. Mm-hmm. Amen. It starts with something small and the more you do it, the more comfortable you will feel. So, and this ties in really well with last week's episode that was like, what does it look like to walk with the Holy spirit for daily living? Mm -hmm. Prayer is going to be one of the keys to that Mm -hmm. praying, surrendering our will, thanking God. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be in a bad mood when you've been grateful to God. Right. We have for sure dozens of problems thousands of blessings, Mm -hmm. arguably more because Paul writes in Ephesians that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. We're blessed. We just don't acknowledge it. Yep. And sometimes it's helpful to know how to pray by learning how not to pray. How do we not? How do we not pray? I'm going to ask you that question. Yeah. There's a (laughs) parable that Jesus taught of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And there was two men who went up to pray. One was a Pharisee, one was a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and he prayed, God, I thank you that I'm not like mm. other people who are robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or um, tax collectors. But I fast mm. twice a week and it give a 10th of all I get. And the, the, the tax collector overhearing this stood up at a distance and he would not even look up to heaven 
but he beat his chest and he said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And Jesus answered the parable by saying, I tell you that this man rather than the other went home justified before God for those who exalt themselves mm. will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And um, since having kids, I was telling one of the guys that I mentor, we were talking about prayer. He was mm -hmm. asking about my prayer life. And it's even this prayer, God have mercy on me, a sinner. I found myself <laughs> saying it and praying it all the time. When I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, what is wrong? <laughs> Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. I'd be doing dishes. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. One of the kids would be screaming in the car and I'm driving. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And I, I found myself, it was like the only words that I could pray when I was overwhelmed is God, I'm a sinner. I need your mercy. If parenting's <laughs> taught me anything, it's taught me my shortcomings mm -hmm. as a person, as a human, and my desperate need for God's mercy. Yep. So I'm crying out, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. What's crazy about this journey, and I was telling the young guy that I mentor, I was telling him that I did some <laughs> research on this prayer, and throughout history in the church, the desert fathers who lived as monks, essentially, many of them, they prayed this prayer often. God have mercy on me, a sinner. And so it's 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 a it's a way for us to identify as saints of Christ, as kids of the King, to say, you know what, God, I need your grace, I need your peace. One of the most powerful messages I think I heard one time was a pastor preached on Ephesians one, one and two, and it goes, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, grace and peace. Mm -hmm to you from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And he spent the whole probably 30 minutes or more of the message saying that God's giving you access to his grace and to his peace. So if you're anxious, he's offering you peace. Mm -hmm. If you're stressed, he's giving you grace. If you're overwhelmed and you're a sinner, he's saying you can have mercy. Right. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's powerful. And how you pray is start. Mm -hmm. You got to start. And, and what is prayer? Mm -hmm. It is that ongoing connection and conversation. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we probably haven't done justice yet, and I'd love for us to spend a minute or two on it, is the importance of listening or when we're praying, maybe mm -hmm. it's journaling, Micah, maybe it's pausing for that still small voice right. to, to listen to God. And I know for me, I'd, I'd love for you to weigh in on this, but for me, I oftentimes journal my prayers. I might write my prayers in a note. Um, and side note on this, I'll come back, but I've made it a discipline that if I comment on somebody's status or tweet or Instagram post praying for you, like they just got hit in a car accident and they need our prayers. I've paused to pray for them right now. If I say mm -hmm. that I'm going to pray, I'm too human that I'm going to mm -hmm. forget unless I pray right now. Mm -hmm. I close most phone conversations or most lunch meetings. I try yep. to save enough time to say, hey, how can I be praying for you? And then I go, let's pray now. Mm -hmm. And it might we might only have a minute, but at least I prayed for them. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather spend the minute actually pray, praying than say I'm going to pray and not. Right. But for me, my prayer life, how I pray and how I listen through prayer is sometimes I'll pray scriptures. Like I'll pray one of the prayers from scripture mm -hmm. or I'll pray 
one of the verses from God, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the verses from Ephesians or Galatians or Romans. And I'll pray one of those verses out loud or the Psalms Mm -hmm. are so powerful. It's like they're overflowing Mm -hmm. um, in my life when I pray them. And sometimes I'll journal, but how I hear God's voice is usually in quiet time. Mm -hmm. It's usually when I've spent time maybe with some instrumental worship music or some worship music on, and then I'll shut it off and I'll journal and I'll listen and I'll ask God to speak to me. And sometimes he speaks to me through word, mm-hmm. through a friend, through the scripture, um, through an idea that I just can't attribute it to myself. But right. how else have you found that you can listen from God and know it's his voice and not yours? Oh man. I think one tactic when you're in prayer is Lord, help me to remove, remove my own thinking from it, I think is one way. Meaning I'm taking the lens off myself and my wants, my dreams, my desires and aspirations, and just silencing my heart, my soul, and my mind in a sense of like, okay, I'm just going to breathe this moment in and just listen. And I think we listen with our ears. Yes. But I think we can also listen with our soul. Mm. And I think one way that I personally need to is I, I love to usher in the presence of the Lord. Like he's everywhere. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, usher in his presence in a sense of my devotion time with worship music. And I usually leave some music on and I will journal until I can't like, I get lost in the journaling and then I go back and read it and I'll look at what I wrote. And it usually starts with a prayer, but then I feel like it's downloads from the Lord by the time I'm done with it. And that can be even two to 10 minutes of me just writing and be like, okay, does anything on this page even mean anything or a Bible verse will pop into my head. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, like, what does that say? So I'm going to go look at that cross-reference what came to my mind. If it means nothing, okay. Maybe I was just thinking, you know, whatever, but generally speaking, it does align with something or it is an encouraging word for me in that season. So I think the biggest thing is just learning how to quiet your mind in prayer and your spirit mm-hmm. in prayer. And sometimes when you're in prayer, you might not hear anything and that's okay. Or you might hear something and it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting to hear that today. Or maybe you were in prayer and maybe if you believe in the prophetic, maybe you're more of like, I saw a vision when my eyes were closed. I saw a picture of a kayak or a boat or rushing water or whatever it may be like, okay, Lord, what does that mean? Journal that down and pray into it. Like, okay, Lord. And I'll share something just recently, a couple months ago or weeks ago, I had an opportunity to be at a women's retreat and I was praying over this woman. I was like, I don't know why I just keep closing my eyes and I see a picture of an apple with a worm in it. And she's like, I know what the worm is. So she knew there was something in her life, her marriage or her family unit that was festering and causing disruption. Um, she never shared what it was and I didn't need to know. So, I mean, I just had to say like, you know what? This might sound kind of weird, and I don't want to be disobedient, but when I close my eyes, this is what I see. Does this mean anything to you? And she's like, she knew instantly. Like I wasn't, I didn't even get to answer that, ask her that question by the time she's like, I know what the worm is. And I was like, okay, now go pray about it because that's between you and God now. So I think prayer has power. And I think one thing I want to kind of end on and just remind people of is there are prayers that you are currently praying or that you're going to pray pray in your life and you may never see the result of. And that doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. It means that it might happen after you're long gone because living and leaving a legacy is not just our name or the company or the business we work for or something that we started. It can be those prayers that only you and God know about. 
in the closet, like go in the closet, shut the door and make your requests known and cry out for God. Mm-hmm. So, and I share that to share. I think one of our friends, was it, um, oh, I can't remember who it was. He came and spoke, but he had said his grandma was a prayer warrior. Mm-hmm. And he had shared that many of the prayers that she heals, I attribute many of the things that have happened in my life and the success that's happened in my life is because I had a grandmother who's no longer with us, but she interceded on my behalf, even when I wasn't walking with Jesus. So I just want to like ter- Terrence Talley. I think it was Terrence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one of our friends, Terrence Talley, shared that from a stage one day. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what am I not praying for that I need to be praying for? It's going to impact my children beyond my years or beyond my grandchildren's years. So it can be something as my oh God, I pray that my dad stops smoking. Okay. He hasn't stopped smoking with that. It does not mean I'm not going to stop praying. Mm-hmm. So never cease to pray and keep praying. Even if you don't see anything because things are happening. And I'll, in addition to that, I will say you need to speak things out loud and speak them into not into existence, but pray them out loud. So the Lord can hear you and the enemy, you know, is, He's always lurking around somewhere, but a prayer that is not spoken out of your word of mouth is only a thought. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's so really good. I think sometimes like, oh, I prayed in my, I used to say, well, I prayed in my head. Okay. I think I just had a thought in my head that I didn't actually pray out. So it's just words in my head rattling around. So I don't know if that's, there's no theological background on any of that, but I'm just thinking like, wow, challenge yourself to pray out loud. And find a quiet place where you can pray, where you feel like maybe nobody needs to be watching you. It's not for a sight of others. It's yeah. between you and God. And he will download some amazing things to you. It's just a matter of, are we creating that space to do that? So that's what I've experienced. And if you want to see more prayers answered in your life, I would just challenge you to start praying for lost people to meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's one of the prayers that I know that God encourages that we're invited to pray people into his yeah. kingdom. And I've just seen it over and over again. People that I thought it'd be impossible for them to accept Jesus have been saved, that God mm-hmm. has gotten a hold of their heart. And I take no credit because it was it was one of those only God can do that. Yeah. And even in their story, in their testimony, they'd share only God could have yeah. healed me or set me free or saved me. Or um, and but I think that we're invited to pray people into the kingdom. And so who are some neighbors? Who are some coworkers? Who are some family members or or friends of yours that you long mm-hmm. for them to know the hope that you have in Jesus yeah. and to spend eternity with him in heaven and have a drastically different life here on earth. And I really believe that God will answer mm-hmm. and honor those prayers. And the second thing practically is if you want to see more of your prayers answered, Pray them out loud, mm-hmm. like Micah said, but write them down with the date on it in mm-hmm. a journal so that you can look back in a month. That did God answer? Oh my gosh, he, I forgot I'm that so I even great. prayed yeah. that. And what, what an answer or what a miracle. And the, the last thing is um, if you want some summer reading on the topic of prayer, mm-hmm. my favorite book on prayer mm-hmm. is Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. Yeah, and I'll good. close with, the, I'll close with this quote from Batterson. Patterson says that bold prayers honor God and God honors bold prayers. So go today and pray some impossible, outlandish, mm-hmm. bold prayers. But the most powerful prayer you can ever pray is that of salvation. So if you're looking to say yes to Jesus, maybe this prayer thing's new to you and you're like, I don't even know who Jesus is. Can he hear my prayers? Listen, 
you're one invitation away from eternity with him. Mm-hmm. So if you want to accept Jesus Christ in your heart, in your situations, in your circumstances, and make him the Lord of your life, you can do that when you connect with us. You can let us know. Feel free to reach out. We'd love to put some resources, a Bible, Mm -hmm. plug you into a church in your area or Mm -hmm. faith community. Uh, You can visit our website at www.fyi-podcast.com. Reach out to Josiah Keneally, Mike Keneally, most Mm -hmm. of all to God, but we Mm want to be some friends and cheerleaders. So let us know and let a friend know. Show up at church and let them know that you put your faith in Jesus. And we're so thankful that he offers us the opportunity to know him, to be known by him and to make his name known. This is the FYI Podcast.